0: To the Coach V Show, your show, Hollywood show, in fact, for personal development with expert insights and interviews to help you, me, and we work to be our best and live our best life with expert insights and interviews to help you, me, and we just not think about it, just not feel on what we're going to do, but be all about that action in life, leadership, and business. Today on the Coach V Show here on Island City, where iron sharpens iron, together we rise. We have brother Austin Eckler, is a star running back for the Los Angeles Chargers, and is the co-founder for Gridiron Gaming Group, and the founder of the Austin, say your last name, Austin Eckler.
1: Yeah, there you go, Eckler.
0: Yep, Eckler. I got it. I I practiced it 20 times, but I just want to make sure (laughs) I get it right. Uh, He has the Austin Eckler Foundation. He has been called the biggest streamer in these NFL thanks to his presence on Twitch, where he quickly became one of the most popular athletes on the platform following his success on Twitch. Eckler launched Gridiron Gaming Group in January of 2021. Uh, to help athletes, celebrities, and influencers develop their streaming platforms, Eckler recently unveiled the Austin Eckler Foundation, which is devoted to creating opportunities for people to fulfill their passions. The foundation's first project was the donation of a brand new gym, which I saw all over social media in Santa Barbara High. Eckler is also a co owner of the Wild. Aces franchise in the fan-controlled football league, a native of Eaton, Colorado. Eckler graduated from Western Colorado University and signed with the Chargers as a free agent in 2017. Austin Eckler of the Chargers of Los Angeles, welcome to the Coach V Show, Austin.
1: Hey, thanks for having me on. That intro is nice. I like that. I like the oh, coming man, with the energy. Hey, your staff over. All sent the facts.
0: Your staff sent this over, so kudos to them. Thank you so much. Shout out to Austin's staff and, and his entire group and team for getting the Coach V ready with an intro, a proper intro for Austin. Austin, <laughs> where where are you currently, Austin?
1: Uh, yeah, you know, we're, we're close to camp,
0: and so I'm training out here in Las Vegas right now, Las Vegas, Nevada. Right on. And Austin, tell our listening audience as you're about to uh, really embark on introducing these United States of America to who Austin Eckler is on the NFL platform. You came here before the the camp even started. Let's introduce the world that listens in on Dash Radio via Island City Worldwide and also on my Facebook Live and on, on YouTube. Who Austin Eckler is? What's your genesis point? Tell us your story, Austin.
1: Wow. Um. I guess let's start. Let's stop. Start top down, right? I yeah. guess the message, the message that I've always lived by, uh, or a few messages anyway, um, is you know take advantage of your opportunity, and I that seems that. like seems like a, a broad statement because it is. Um, and there's a lot of details and a lot of backstory that you know goes into the why that is what I live by. Um, but I would say that is the summary of basically how I've climbed from a little. Uh, you know, farm town in Colorado, all the way to, you know, playing my fifth year with the Los Angeles Chargers now. Uh, but just even going back to my backstory as far as like why that, what that means to me and why it means so much uh, is because I came from a really small school, um, went mm-hmm. to a really small college, and then just continued to climb. Um, and it ultimately came down to me being passionate about things and taking advantage of opportunities that were at hand and making sure I was tunneled tunneled on the, the mission that I was set out to succeed for and ended up getting those done, right? Succeeding in those spots and continuing to build off of what I've done in the past. Uh, if you ask me any of my goals for the NFL season, it's always build on what I did in the past. There's no, there's no numbers. There's no, you know, quantitative, like, Hey, I want to get this stuff. Um, it's always build, and it, it could be different ways. And that's how my life has been and built up to this point. It's, it's not just like, build off of what I did last year it might be a different way it might be a new a new way a new path right maybe I want to do more leadership this year Uh, I never know until I can look back and say like this is what I did and this is why I'm happy with what I've done Um, so that's a long-winded answer of of a top-down view uh, before we dive into it but yeah, yeah take advantage of opportunities
0: take advantage of your opportunities where did that come from? Who are your parents? And let's talk about and shout out that small city that you're from in Colorado.
1: Yeah, shout out to Eaton, Colorado. Uh, yeah, baby. And also also my mother, Suzanne Suzanne Eckler, and my little brother. Uh, that's the fam right there, Wyatt Eckler as well. He's playing out in Wyoming. Uh, so go
0: Cowboys. <laughs> yeah. Yeah shout out cowboys and and then talk about talk talk about your upgrade upbringing bringing the the family house uh the dynamics in the house where sports fits in how did that all work up growing up there in eaton colorado
1: yeah so i always have an interesting dynamic when people ask me like about sports because i didn't grow up watching sports Right. Uh, my family did. My family like grew up watching, you know, the Huskers play football. That was about it. That was about as much of sports as I got. I didn't watch any pros, basketball, baseball, football, none of that. Um, it was just, you know, it was just in a, uh, uh, Nebraska. Uh, that's because I had a, co- a cousin that coached over there, and so my life was was out on the ranch. Um, you know, country music, riding horses, riding bulls, uh, that that type of life. That's what I grew up doing. Um, that's a fun fact that people don't know about me. (laughs) I grew up with the cowboy life. Uh, as I started getting older into high school, um, you know, I I decided, you know, that life's not for me. Uh, (laughs) Um, Hey, hey, you know, gave it a shot, gave it a shot, but I transitioned out of that. But one thing that I will say that I think really set me off on the path that I went on is living that life really taught me how to work hard. Mm. Um, that's, that's just the life out there, building fence, you know, taking care of animals, like having a lot of responsibility at a young age, um, and not really being in a place where you can make excuses because you're the only, you're the only help we have around here. You know, it's like there's no one, no one else can go do it, so you have to get it done whether you like it or not. Um, and that was my mindset that went, I went to school with and sports because that's how I grew up and that's what I was just taught. And so even going through sports is like, hey, like I might not like a sport, but I'm going to do it, you know, because. I need the skills that I'm going to build from it. And so it wasn't necessarily about if I liked it or not, but it was like, Hey, what are the, what's the value that I'm going to get from it? Like basketball. I didn't like basketball. I didn't like track. I liked football. Football was my sport, but I still did those other sports because of the skills that I gained from those, as far as working as a team, as far as like the, the actual physical skills and staying in shape that helped me play football. Um, and so that was the passion. And the passion was the skills, right? Build myself up skills. There's no, there's no telling how successful you're going to be. However, if you look at yourself and say, man, you're well equipped with skills, where it's social, physical, um, you know, some natural born talent, then that's going to allow you to continue to move uh, some type of direction to progress forward.
0: Yeah, absolutely. In those skills, In what I coach, teach, and train the Fortune 500, Fortune 100 companies and individual success coaching clients is those skills are often what we also call values. There's a value base. There's an approach that ensures or increases the probability of success, right, Austin? So let's start with the what the the game you you didn't really like basketball. Let's start. What are the values and the life lessons that you learned from basketball that you can share with me and the audience?
1: Yeah, and you know, in my situation, it was different too because it wasn't just about the game of basketball. It was also my coaches. Yeah, um, my yeah. coach, my coach was also my strength and conditioning coach, um, and also my my. Um, offensive coordinator for football so it was a very tight-knit group right know, throughout the entire system of sports in our school um, so my mom also played basketball too so she was like encouraged me like you got to go play basketball right um, so like I was like sure I'll play basketball I was terrible at shooting basically I could play defense I was that guy I was just the hustle guy, right? <laughs> right, you, right. you know that guy on the team like oh he's not very good but he could play defense right it's just effort kind of thing um and that's that's what I was I literally gave a hundred percent towards it and you know Mm. just being on a team you know you learn it from football and track as well but being around a team um, and this was different faces but it so allowed me to create uh, new new relationships allowed me to get physical actual like change of direction skills um, and build that type of just physical you know endurance and then uh also just the working as a team and grinding together you know we, were, we weren't the best team like our tallest guy in my senior year was like six right? one right but we were all fast so it was about you know overcoming challenges where like we definitely have a height disadvantage but we can run that's the thing is so it's like working around just different problems and being able to do it in real time and compete together um, and always being able to compete year round i think also helped me as far as the skills um that i've learned from you know back in my earlier time playing sports
0: wow i mean and then so you have that sports background but with really that ruggedness of waking up early on in the morning on a farm and like there's no really passing the buck because you are the help how how does that translate that that farm that farm mentality and that hustle and that grind farm work into sports how did that help you
1: right yeah let me just paint a picture for you real quick like yeah, imagine yeah. like it's, it's, it's summertime right it's hot uh, you know my mom's you know ex-husband um he used to build fence for a living that's what he right. did that's how we got into the ranch life and right. so he it wouldn't it wouldn't just be your your fence down in the neighborhood like your little picket fence no 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 we're talking railroad jobs like 16 10 20 miles worth of barbed wire fence like we're we're talking some serious fencing here Holy and we got so, yeah, yeah, yeah. If you got a little Austin over here, it's a 13, 14, 15 years old, you know, who's who's going to be helping building these fence. And so uh, there's a lot of manual lifting, like out in the sun, like long hours of just straight manual labor. Like, you got to work. Like, there's nothing fun to me about going out and having to build that much fence. <laughs> you know, especially I'm not getting paid for this either. I'm just here so I get food on my table um, <laughs> right, you know, from, right. from, the, from the parents, right? Um, so that was what I did in the summer. So it got into my mind, like, okay, I, I never want to do manual labor again. When I graduate high school, I got to get out of here. I got to make a better situation for myself because I i am done with this. This is ridiculous. Um, and so that was my summers. My summers was, uh, foot like football camps and building fence. And then the lake on the 4th of July, that was, that right. was pretty much it. I uh, know. So 4th of July, I was like, Oh, thank God, you know, if we to hang out and take a break, uh, but then right back to it. And so going through that and then also going and actually like grinding with the boys in sports like and sports maybe-
0: after putting out on that fence, you got to go to football, <laughs> training, right? <laughs>
1: well, no, see, that's, that's later on the road. So I, right. I get done with, get done with the summer. Right. And then right. now it's time for sports. I'm like, thank God. And so I go to sports and I'm grinding, but for me it's normal. Cause I'm like, this is what I've been doing all summer long. So I come yes. in, I'm ready to grind. And so it's just, it just became part of who I am as a person. And that's all I've really known is literally just grind, grind, grind. Like I, I sit here, I'll do 12 hour days of just working on my side businesses, just trying to get them going in the right direction, trying to help people. Um, that's, that's another mission that I've lived by as far as I've, when I've gotten older, um, you know, through the foundation and through Gridiron Gaming Group and just through what I'm doing right now is really trying to just help people, I guess, get in situations where they can have experiences that they can learn skills that I've learned that have helped me, you know, become successful in the stuff that I'm doing.
0: Man, that's awesome. That's awesome. And then, so where is it that you started to figure out through farming and then being in sports, having your coaches and basketball also be part of the football team is that, uh-oh, I got a shot at this. Where did you start to have that level of awareness about your abilities? Did you always have that? Did you think you were elite? When is it that you started to figure out whether in junior high, high school, that you had a shot?
1: Yeah. Um, so just going through sports, um, my senior year uh, was definitely my best year, you know, in for football anyways. Um, and actually I'd gone to my, you know, that same coach, uh, my offensive coordinator I was like, Hey, do you think I have a, a chance to get a scholarship somewhere? And he's like, I thought you could as a junior, you know, your junior year, I thought you could have gotten somewhere. And so it it seems to be the same instance in both high school and college. Like my college coaches when I was in college were the same as my high school coaches. When I was in high school, they both believed in me. They were like, yeah, I think Mm -hmm. you can make it to the next level. But it was always that next level that was really skeptical about me because I was in a situation where it's like, ah, he's, you know, he's a little undersized. He's at, you know, a place where there's not as much, you know, competitiveness, like like the level of play is not as high. Uh, You know, he's from Colorado. It's not really a big football state. Um, And so there was always just, there was doubts from the higher level, and so it was always up for me just to actually get an opportunity, which I did. Um, you know, when I was getting recruited for colleges, you know, no Division One schools talked to me, not not one, not one Division One double A. Like I had a couple, of, I had an offer to go walk on at basically the one double A that was like 20 minutes from us, and they wanted me to walk on and play corner. I played running back. Right. I've always played running back. I was like, no, I want to play running back. That's that's what I know. That's what I have the most fun doing because that's me. Right. And finally, I had a little school called Western Colorado University come, uh, you know, visit me at Eaton, where I went to high school, and said, hey man, our our senior running backs is going to be graduating. Uh, we'd like you to come in and uh, compete for the spot. And boom. Let's go. That was the only only school that came to me that wanted me to play what I wanted to play, and so that was where the connection was made, and that's why I ended up going to uh, Western Colorado University.
0: So then, Western Colorado University believed in you. Your coaches at all your levels believed in you, and then yet the next level scrutinized and basically hated on really your ability. Can you really play here? What was that? What was that? part in you that said no I'm going to prove these these cats and these haters wrong what was it yeah
1: and it it wasn't ever about that it wasn't ever about proving these people wrong um I mean I don't and I don't I don't give I don't give blame to the people that were always recruiting me either because yeah I did come from a situation where I'm undersized not as much competition but the thing that the thing that couldn't measure was my grind and what I've gone through in my past life like they have no way to know like oh this dude like grind. For a living. That's all this man does. Like they they can't measure that. They don't know that about me. They don't have enough time to actually get to know me. Um, and so if you find that in someone who has some talent and is willing to work, I'm not the most talented person, but hey, Mm -hmm. I have skills, and the fact that I grind with those skills gets me, you know, opportunities, and then I take advantage of them because that's just in my nature to continue to work at it, work at it, work at it. Or if I don't, I have to move to something else. And so even going into like the NFL, it was the same thing. You know, it, it wasn't about it was it was never about proving these people wrong. It was about mm. seeing how far I could push myself. I like you know, how far how far I could push myself. And so people are always like, "Hey, who do you compare yourself to?" And it's like, you know, I never compare myself to a person. I like to compare myself to almost an idea, mm. an idea. You know, I compare myself. Okay, am I? Am I looking up? Am I going forward? Am I progressing? Because that's what I'm looking up to. That's I want to I wanna look up to people that are progressing, that are finding a craft that they really enjoy and love and are taking advantage of all the aspects, not just the actual game, but what the game you know entails as well, as far as the community aspect, as far as you know, monetary, like educational, like all these different avenues that the NFL and football you know, provides if you have success and make it to the top level. And so it was always about how can I push myself into those atmospheres, into those avenues? Um, it was never as, like even now, it's like, oh, you know, do you think you should be pro bowl? It's Like, I don't know. I, I'm trying to be the best version of myself. Mm. And that's that's what it comes down to. Right. It's not me trying to prove people wrong, it's trying to prove myself right, which in turn can prove other people wrong. If they had doubts about me.
0: I like that. Prove myself right. I love that. And in that, in that, Austin, a lot of times um, when you talk like that, that reminds me of clients that had someone that modeled that type of behavior, mentality, and feeling spiritually within. Did that come from someone around you? Who, do, who does this whole prove myself right come from? Did you see that anywhere around you? Or is that something that was invoked in you?
1: Uh, this is a question I've been asked, you know, like my role models. That's, yeah. that's literally what I was kind of getting to is like, I didn't, I didn't really have that one person that I was like, this person is the person that showed me how to work hard. I right, think I had right. a lot of, I had a lot of people around me that worked hard a lot, yeah. you know? And so being in an atmosphere like that, it just seemed normal. Uh, whether it was my mom, whether it was my mom's ex-husband, whether it was like my coaches, you know, my, my basketball coach would be out there playing with us. And he's going as hard as he can. 33 year old dude out there, you know, with these high schoolers. And so everyone around me just seemed like, especially in the farm town, it was just like everyone has to go put their work in for themselves so they can actually even survive in this type of land and type of environment. Um, And I was just exposed to that really early on, you know, as Mm -hmm. far as actually being in it. hey, you have to go work. Like, you don't get to just wait till you're all 13. No, you're working now. Like, you get out there, feed the horses, like, take care of all these animals, go help us build some fence, stuff like that. And so I think being around the atmosphere, I don't think it was necessarily one person, but the atmosphere as far as working hard and actually having, I almost say, call it an opportunity. Mm -hmm. Because to me at the time, it seemed like, man, this sucks. But now I look back, that was the opportunity for me to learn a lesson on how to actually go about getting stuff done. Um, In an independent business and working towards like building yourself and trying to actually self-sustain
0: oh that's amazing I love that I love that prove myself as proof to myself aspect I love that approach so so in that in, in the Polynesian community which the majority of my audience is I mean football is king So for a high school kid that may be watching this right now, so I know like my nephew, JJ, is going to be watching this. He's a senior in high school that didn't get picked up anywhere, and he's going to be going the JC route. What are the lessons that you learned uh, from high school that these these high school athletes that are watching this show, they need to consider in bringing that to the next level? What is that, Austin?
1: Yeah. Yeah, we've kind of touched on it sporadically, but I'll kind of just – it simplify it is especially if you're in high school or even if you're in college trying to make it to the next level and just trying to pursue you know some type of just career in general uh, it comes down to are you passionate about this mm-hmm. are you 100 passionate about what you're doing and if that's the game of football uh, and what that holds or it's like the team aspect something in football that you're passionate about hold on to that and then here's here's the thing you have to immerse yourself in it you have to yeah. you have to immerse yourself into your passion. What does that mean? That means you need to know everything about it. you need to train like it's the only thing that's going to keep you you know sustaining. you need to learn learn people that are in the space that want, that are doing things that you want to do talk to these people, make connections, network and you just need to actually like visualize you need to see this like you actually need to go and you actually see yourself doing it And here's the thing if you immerse yourself into it like that, like I've done, like I I dropped out of my last semester of college to go train for pro days. I said, I'm doing everything I can to make sure that at the end of the day, I can't say that I didn't put it all out there. And even if you do that, even if you drop everything and go all in and you don't make it, guess what? It's not a failure because why? Because the skills you learn. From immersing yourself and putting everything all in, the hard work, the dedication, the networking, the social, just the the way to actually work towards one particular job, one particular goal can also be applied to anything in life.
0: Anything else. Yeah. That's right.
1: So even if you even if you put everything and don't make it, I'm talking to every everyone, it's not even just football. It's just people in general. Everybody. Even if you yeah. don't make it if you don't make it, it's okay. Because as long as you did those things and built skills out of it, you still got value out of it. And guess what? Football is really tiny in life. Mm. It's really tiny in life. And so there's so much more outside of football that I would say is even a greater value than life. You know, things like family, things like connections that actually like matter in the end. Cause I mean, in the end, you can't play football forever, right? You could definitely have some good times, good memories. I'm not saying don't do it, but I'm saying, yeah, go experience that. But, It's not everything. Right. But the skills that you learn from it can be everything and lead you to a fulfilled life at the end, which is, in my opinion, the most important thing.
0: No, I love that. So really, to recap, what Austin is saying is passionate, be immersed in it, visualize and gain the skills. And whether it works out or not, you will have the value to be able to translate to everything else that you do in life, leadership, and business. What else would you add before we move on from there, Austin? Great points. Hey,
1: I, I would say, like, it doesn't. It goes for different levels, too. You don't even have to be in high school. You don't have to, you could be, you know, working, if you're working a registered job somewhere, like, you might not like the job. You might not like it. You, you know that. You're trying to get into a better situation, but it's like, okay, don't, Don't look at it that way. Don't be like, oh, I don't like this. Be like, "Okay, here's what I do like about it. I'm learning organization. I'm learning social skills, talking to people like build yourself up. Find the value within your situation, because if you do that, it'll add on to your skills that will open doors for new opportunities. And if you have those skills already implemented in you, you have a better chance of taking advantage of those opportunities because you're prepared. Instead of looking for an opportunity to get it and then trying to be prepared for it. Become prepared, and that's how you how do you do that by going out and doing things and experience them and learning the skills and see just even seeing the skills that are presented in those things.
0: Oh, that's awesome. you that. no, yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> great value, great value. What what are some life lessons that you'd like to share to our listening audience? Let's start again for the athlete. Uh, what is the college experience like? Um, and what's the value of going to college and pursuing a college football career in terms of your case and what it is you gained from doing so?
1: Yeah, so as far as value within a, you know, a college football career specifically, Uh, I think it comes back to that team aspect, that team. And now it's a little bit closer knit team because now we're all a little older. We're all on our own. So we all rely on each other for the social life. We rely on each other to get ourselves, you know, push ourselves. Uh, We rely on coaches, too, but it really comes from the team. Um, And also in college now we're in a different atmosphere as far as now there's now there's a bunch of distractions, you know. So Mm. we also rely on each other. You know, there's parties, you know, now we're on our own. Um, there's just all these things going on on campus, right? Other types of games and stuff like that, just things that campuses do just to make them more intriguing. And so it comes back to being in the team, right? Be around your team, surround yourself with like-minded individuals on the team. Cause I know a team, there's a lot of, there's a lot of different people. When you come into a football team, you think, oh, everyone just hangs out together. No, that's, that's not how it works. There's, there's like clicks. It's very yeah. clicks, Clicky. Right. Uh, so you got to find people that are like-minded to you. That's what I did when I came in. Um, I, I love to work out. Like it's like therapy for me. It's also what I like to do in my free time. So I found two of the guys that work out the most on the team. We go finish our day every single day with a workout. Um, and so it was, it was beneficial for me because it kept me, kept me you know, focused. I didn't get distracted. Mm-hmm. That's, the ba- that's the main thing. You can go have fun. Yeah. You can go to a party or two. Be smart. Definitely be smart. Because guess what? You're here for an education and to play football. Uh, I'm not saying don't have a good time. Never going to say that. But just understand that, especially if you're trying to make your your college career into anything after that, you know, what you do in college is going to affect your opportunities at the end uh, of your college career as far as actually getting a look from scouts. And even not even that, even further than that, it's also going to affect how you go into the real world. I tell my little brother, he's a perfect example. He plays in college right now. I'm like, make sure. Make sure you learn something in college, man. Even at the NFL level, I come in, I summon the guys. I'm just like, did you learn anything in college?
0: Like, <laughs> right, right, right.
1: I'm like, bro, what do you like? Did you go to uh, class? <laughs> I'm like, what do you like? I feel I'm like I'm glad you're good at football because if you didn't have football, I don't know what you'd be doing right now.
0: Right, right. Yeah, that's
1: that's real talk right there. So I'm like Wyatt, it's my little brother's name. I'm like Wyatt make sure you learn, man, you got to get some skills. Cause if you come out of there and you don't make it to the league, guess what? You got to go get an actual job that, you know, takes like these marketing skills, social skills, like learn that part of college. You know, he's a business major like I was. Um, so I'm just, I'm always, I'm always on him. Hey, how are your grades? How are your grades? What are you learning? How's things going? Um, Cause you don't want to be looking back at college and being like, man, I wish I would have taken more advantage of, you know, my classes and while I was supposed to be there. Right. Like, come on.
0: Right. Right, no, that's, that's a great message. I, I often talk to uh, the high school audiences and the college audience that I speak for Austin about, don't be casual in your romantic relationships. Uh, for me, who's married uh, for 14 years now, Austin, my wife and my spouse um, is the number one relationship outside of my parents that have impacted and influenced who I am today. But there's a lot of cats that were in high school and in college and in junior college that just got what's called caught up and because they're just being casual and even though you can have a good time talk about that talk about hey just just be careful don't get caught up uh whether you're a female athlete or a male athlete that being casual and not making sure you're focused up and that you know we all make mistakes but some errors Really hang around for us for a long time in terms of bad relationships. Uh, Kids are a great outcome of relationships, but can also there's when you got to provide for a kid, it really distracts and takes away from your ability to focus on other things. In general, would you have a message like that for both female and male athletes, Austin?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, You know, especially in the college scene, I think it's a time and just you know, human development where you're really trying to learn who you are as a person. Mm -hmm. Um, so I don't think it's really a, a real place to have like a mature, you know, you know, relationship, you know, there's rare instances where, yeah, we met in college, but you know, it dragged on and finally we got married, but it's like, just realize if you're going into college, these people are trying to figure out just like you are who they are. Right. Right. Like they're trying to figure out themselves. And so there's a lot of changing that happens. Um, during this time, you know, people are finally on their own, people are starting to get older, people are realizing, okay, I need to start having a career. Um, And so people are kind of, it's like high school kind of like leads everyone at the same path. And then, you know, people start getting ahead as far as, hey, I want to go a career, I want to go this direction, I want to go this. And so it just comes down to, you know, what are you actually trying to get out of uh, school, college? What are you trying to get out of it? Because if if it's, uh, you know, an actual like, solid career like you better be focused on because guess what you have you have so many people that are competing for uh, to have the same career that you're trying to have um so you better be focused on your school better be focused on making sure you actually learn and it's the things like yeah like we say you can have fun you can go like hang out with the boys or the girls or whatever uh but it comes when it comes down to it the main objective literally should be have it written on like a whiteboard like hey this is what i'm here for this is what the main goal is this is what i really need to work on every single day and just understand like yeah if if you have a kid early on in your life guess what you know now you have you got to change your your path now you gotta you're a kid and now you gotta take care of a kid too right that's right that's right. right Or if you get caught up in a relationship that's, you know, toxic or just not mature, really, because you guys are still trying to figure out yourself. It's like, hey, guess what? You're going to get older. Then you're going to have real adult problems. You know, people are going to find out who they are and you're maybe not going to be able to like that or they're not going to like you. And so it's just like save yourself the headache, stay focused and then progress as you begin become more mature and actually understand, OK, I'm ready for a relationship and things like that. Then you start progressing towards that type of uh You know atmosphere in your life but till now like for me it was like i didn't have a girlfriend all through college i was literally football workout school play video games with the boys like that that was it for me
0: right right no that's that's great advice and great insight and then before we get into the nfl and then really your message to the world and, and we'll go into that segment. So, so everybody that's tuning in, welcome to the Coach V Show, your Hollywood radio show for personal development. Tonight on the show, we're featuring Uh, the running back for the Los Angeles Chargers, brother Austin Ecklers here on the show, telling us his life story, sharing with us not only his success, but really his significance and the values it is that we should consider to apply in our life. In that, let's touch on a little bit the Chargers, where you are now, college and high school, um, into this saying, what you do off the clock, is going to impact what you do on the clock what are your thoughts on that austin
1: yeah what you do off the clock if that's what you do on the clock see for me what i do off the clock also is what i do on the clock right Right? because if if we go back to what i was talking about earlier if you immerse yourself into your passions and actually take advantage of opportunities that come from that then your passions also become your job also becomes what you do for a living That's and, right. you know, something That's that you continue right. to stay passionate about. So every day I get up and I just, and I'm working on my craft as far as football. I like this morning, I woke up at 5:30, went and ran on the field cause it's Las Vegas and it's, you know, still 110 degrees uh, by nine o'clock. So you got to yeah. get out there early, go out get my workout in, come home, eat breakfast, and then I'll get working on like my side businesses or things that I'm passionate about that I'm really trying to help people connect um, right. is really what my side passion is. And so I've immersed myself in these fields. And so right. what you do off, off the clock, say you're not in a position like that. Say you're not in a position where your passions you know, are your job and things like that. So what you're doing off the clock, so the, the time where you have free time and when you actually have you know, time to, to yourself, I, I feel like this is the perfect time, not just to build yourself, it's definitely to build yourself, but to come down and relax and find mm. where's my hat, where's my happiness, right? Where do I find that I'm the most happy? Because you might have to go work some nine to five that you don't like, and that's that's a lot of reality for some people. That's right. Hey, this, yep. This this is the off the clock. So say I'm in a p- position where I don't really like it. Okay, now I need to come back and find a spot where I know after that I'm gonna come back to a spot where I can. Be peace of mind. No, I'm gonna be happy. I have something I'm looking forward to in the day. Cause if I go through the day and I don't have anything I'm looking forward to, that to me that, that's a failure oh, on my misery. part. Like, yeah. I need to find something that I'm like, yes, this part of my day, I can't wait till this comes. Right. Where, maybe that might be the time you get off because you're gonna go relax and hang out uh, with your friends and you know, just you know, chat about your day and talk like that, uh, about what happened. But there also has to be a balance. It can't just be, I just chill all the time, right? You also, right. You also have to build right. yourself up right? If, if you just go to work and then chill all the time, uh, you know, complain about, you know, how you have to go to work, then you're just going to get stuck in the cycle, right? And you're never going to get out of that cycle. And so it has to be a balance between, okay, you have to come to your happy place, but then also be working on yourself and looking towards your goals. It might just be even trying to find out what you want to do um, as an actual passion um, or something that you want to do as an actual job, or as you continue to go and progress through your uh, professional career. Um, so that off the t- off the clock is i would say even more important than on the clock mm, real talk you know that's right? right because because it sets you it sets you up it sets yourself up for what you're going to be doing on the clock and that's you know going back to the opportunities it sets you up so you're prepared for the opportunities that do come when you're actually on the clock
0: great insight great insight to, to the world and, and those that will either tune in on the monday night that this share uh this show airs or if they watch a recording of, of this, what is Austin Eckler's message to the world? What would that be? Oof.
1: Austin Eckler's message. Uh, to me, I think it comes back to four key points. Okay. It comes It comes back to having a healthy mental health. Mm-hmm. What I mean by that, like you, you feel like you're fulfilled, you feel like you're going in the right direction and progressing. Mental health. Physical health. You, mm-hmm. you feel good You know, you're you're taking care of your body. You know, this thing that is called your body has to last you your entire life. So take care of it. Your motivation. What am I passionate about? You know, what am I striving to? Mm -hmm. And then your social life. Those four things, mental health, physical health, motivation and social life. If you're trying to progress and better yourself in those four categories, I feel like there's there's no way that you're not going to have some type of fulfillment in your life. You know, because if you're progressing in those four things, to me, those four things are just the essence of that I've been going towards. Like it keeps me going and it's what has been my driver. You know, it it, it doesn't you don't have to even, you know, know exactly what it is. You know, it could be a bunch of different things as far as like your mental health, because mental health. It comes down to what's my perspective on life? What do I like? Maybe it's, you know, maybe it's spiritual. Maybe it's career wise. Maybe it's all of that. Maybe it's, you know, your friends and things like that that make you happy. Maybe it's a dog. Like, so for you, they're all very customizable. It's it's you. Those four things I feel like make up you. And if you, like I said, if you're progressing in those, my message would be to write those down, know those for yourself and continue to work on them, you know, as you're just going through life.
0: Well, that's a great message to the world. And as a recap to the audience, we're talking about these four points, healthy, mental life, a great physical life. And really, I say it as this body is the only vehicle that can transport us both in the present and into the future. Right, Austin? Right? Very true. Austin says it a little bit different, but that's how the Coach V says it. Passion and motivation is the third, and then your social life. So, those are great points. So, let's talk about your projects. What are you passionate about? How do people get a hold of you? And how do people engage what it is that's going on, both with your foundation, with um, the gaming group, and everything else that you got going on as a business major that's majoring in business now that you're out of school? What's that like, Austin? <laughs> Um, You know,
1: I never really knew what I was going to get into in business. I just loved the fact that there was, you know, there was money, there was marketing, there was, you know, the social like connectivity of Mm -hmm. people and business and product. And so I never knew what I was going to get into. And it didn't really hit me until like after uh, I guess my, my second season Uh, I knew I was going to come back to business and I didn't know what it was going to be until, like I said, after my second season, when I really found a passion for connecting to just people and whether that's through my foundation, whether that was through streaming, whether that was through engagement on social medias, like I just found, I found a passion. Like I was just so thankful for the platform that the NFL was because it allows me to have this very unique life. And Mm -hmm. I was like, like, who built this up? It, it wasn't me. I didn't come in here and build this up. It was, it's the people. It's not mm-hmm. the players. Like we have a college, there's high school football. Like they're not making millions out there playing high school football. It's because it's, it's the players or it's the people. Yeah. It's, it's, so I wanted to, I wanted to find a way to give back to the people and say, as a, as a way to say thank you, but more than a way of saying thank you. Cause to me saying thank you is not enough to give to these people that have built this platform and allowed me to live the life that I live today. I'm like, Mm -hmm. I I need to find something that I can help other people connect with the people of the platforms. And And that's not just in the NFL. I'm talking about NBA. I'm talking about every single platform, right? Any type of platform only is a platform because of the people that are interested in actually supporting it and listening in, you know, just like our show right now, you know, this show is possible because people listen.
0: That's right. Right. Yes, and sir.
1: if, yes, if you had zero, if you had no people listening, there would be no show. That's right. <laughs> right. It would just be you talking in a room. It's a diary. You know, we're to it's each a other. video diary.
0: Right. Right. <laughs> right.
1: So, so through my Austin Eckler foundation, you know, we sp- spoke about at the beginning, you know, I've, I've tried to basically give back to communities to offer opportunities for people like, you know, the, the weight room in Santa Barbara, yeah. it's not just a weight room to them. It might be just a weight room, but what I really know it as is a way for them to learn social skills, you know, mental health, f- physical toughness and mental yeah. toughness and teamwork. Right. They're going to learn all those skills if, by having that resource. OK, that's great. OK, how can I connect, you know, as far as with other people? So I started streaming. I started giving my time to people. Like, Hey, let's come in. Ask me questions. I'm doing a bunch of giveaways. And then I was like, how can I help other people do this? So I started my gridiron gaming group to have other people in my group and basically all stream to our, our communities. We do all these engagements, you know, we're actually like connecting with our, our communities that are following us and is a way for us to say thank you and just give ourselves back. Cause that's, they're interested in us, you yeah, know, because, right. because we do some you know amazing things on the football, on the football field. field. So field. What, yeah. Right. right. And so this is our way to give back and say, yeah, we you know, we appreciate you. Um, and I'm working on a new project right now, which is an even bigger one that will go worldwide. Um, yeah not even world i'm not even kidding worldwide and so that's what i've been spending most of my time doing is just really trying to find a way to connect all of us together because i feel like there's a disconnect it's like people watch us on sundays right and that's great and then that they might see us on espn but what about what about us what about us like we're the actual product of the nfl right like why are we not giving back to our community well it's because we don't have a platform to do it so that's what i'm working on right now um it'll probably be who knows, done within this year. But um, yeah, so I'm really just trying to find a way to connect us all and tell everyone, hey, I appreciate all of you guys for being fans of us um, and doing it in de- a deeper way than just saying thank
0: you. Yeah. And let's go shout outs, Austin. Yeah, you 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 alluded to so many, your mom, um, your stepdad, your brother, you, you alluded to a lot of different people, your strength coach, your coaches. I, I want to shout out, my team and I want to shout out Uh, your team in Madison for making this connection um, and making sure that everything was set for today. We had your bio. We're talking about when time for the last three weeks. When can we connect? And when, you know, so it takes a team effort and people like you're saying. So I want to shout out Madison. Thank Madison for hooking us up. Who are your shout outs, Austin?
1: Uh, I think I'll give him some of my shout outs, but I'll give him again a shout out to yeah. my mother. Always got to shout out moms. You know, yeah, she's mom, you know, yeah. raised me, allowed me to have life in this world. So, shout out to my mother, Suzanne Eckler. Shout out to my little brother uh, for out there grinding and listening to me, you know, heckle on him because I care about him, right? You right, know? right. I care about him, so I want to see him do well. So that's why I'm hard on him.
0: Right, and he's uh, playing for Wyoming, the Cowboys, yeah. correct? Yeah. And what's he's his, for what's his first name so we can watch him?
1: It's W Y E T T Wyatt. Then e- Eckler.
0: Got it. Wyatt Eckler. Got it?
1: Yeah. Uh, go check him out. I play safety out there. Um, and I, I guess, shoot, I'll give a shout out to Eaton, Colorado, too, because that's where it all yeah. began for me. I went kindergarten through 12th there. And then also shout out to Western the Colorado University. Shout out to the Chargers. And then Last but not least, shout out to all the fans, all the community members out there that are passionate about, you know, some type of platform or person, uh, because you are really the per- the people that allow us to continue to do what we love. Um, and we need to get back more. Um, and I'm going to help us all do that. So stay tuned. But, yeah, shout out to you, the listeners, for tuning into this as well.
0: Yeah. Thank you to the listeners for tuning mm-hmm. in. And then so... Um, we started, my family started watching the Chargers because you guys were on that HBO show, right? Oh like, really? Yeah, yeah. So so <laughs> how, how is that? How how is that talk to the audience for those of those people that don't know what it feels like to compete for a spot, talk about your NFL experience with the Chargers, how are things going with the Chargers, and maybe you could you could give us some foresight and, and a forecast into what's to come.
1: Yeah, you know, just briefly early on in my career, I was undrafted. Um, you know, I was sixth string. meaning there was five people in front of me, uh, and if you don't know, an NFL roster we usually take three running backs, so wow. half of us weren't half of us weren't going to make it. So I'm looking around like, oh god, because I'm only getting like four or five reps of practice, right? But all these reps, like, I'm not killing it or doing anything, but I'm doing my job. Right. I was doing right. my job, and so that was that was the something I learned early on is you don't always have to make the biggest play all the time, but if you know what you're doing on every single play, then you gain trust from the organization. And then that trust turns into opportunities and those opportunities turned into me getting more reps and me having more opportunities to make some bigger plays, which I did. And then it continued just to snowball in a cycle of more reps, more opportunities, more plays. Great um, and now Austin, I'm Austin. That is a great point. Please continue. Right. And now look at me. Now I'm going into year five. I'm on my second contract. I've, you know, the starting running back for the chargers. Right. Cause I continued to do my job, Um, you know, had spurts of definitely like success in there. Um, It wasn't all just, you know, I was just doing my job. Like sometimes you got to make plays. That's what we get paid to do out here. Um, Especially if you make it into your second contract, but yeah, now it's, now it's okay. How do I expand? How do I expand? How to look forward? You know, ran into an injury last year, dealt with some adversity. I was out for two months. Um, That's my longest injury I've ever had in my entire, football career since I've started playing um can't run without your hamstring and it was torn (laughs) so (laughs) right so coming back off of that it's what's what's my goals for the season hey let's build off what we did last year last year it was rough for me so I've done all my rehab I'm coming in looking healthy looking at a positive just outlook towards the season coming in we have a lot of excitement around the Chargers as far as our new stadium newer jerseys you know justin herbert was rookie of the year last year people are really excited about our quarterback yeah. um so there, there's a lot of hype right now there's a lot of media attention as far as you know the la teams or oh, who's better the rams or the chargers and it, right. it really really it's all hype but the thing is it continues to stay hype until we actually play right once we get on the field it's time to show hey this is the work we put in in, in the offseason. and what we talked about you know what you do in the dark shines in the light you said what you do you said what you do, you know, during the, when you're on clock or not on clock. On that's kind of how that's I right. see it. That's, that's kind of right. how I see it. What you do in the dark shines in the light. So we're about to find out real quick in about two weeks or so coming up, uh, what people have been doing during the off season. And, you know, in the NFL, it's, it's very competitive, right? So if, if you're not performing, next person's taking your spot because there's people on the streets even that aren't even in the building that are competing to take your spot. Um, that's how competitive it is. And so- yeah, it's going to be great. It's a great atmosphere, though, as far as like building mental toughness, because it's like you, you understand the level of competition and it pushes all of us to play at our best. And really, you have to. You have to push each other like that, because when it's Sunday and there's 70,000 people in the stands right. you know, screaming at you, you're telling you this and that, you know, you're out there, and you're like kind of nervous. Uh, you got to be at your A game. You got to be at your A game because that's when it matters the most. And so, yeah, what you do in the dark shines in the light um and that's in all aspects um, of life not just football so yeah looking forward to the season
0: yep and and is this uh, update me is this the year that we add a game to the NFL season how's that how's yeah. that and and what yeah, so what, have... what is the notion in the locker room about that
1: Ah, it's, it's split. It's split. Like younger players are like, yeah, I get, I get to make more money. You know, that's great. You know, people that have made money in the league are like, yeah, Yeah, people that have made money are like, yeah, I don't really need it for an extra game, you know, but, uh, we do get some extra insurance on the back end too. So as far as out after our football career, you know, there's a little bit more uh, of a benefit there. Um, but yeah, in my, I'm like right in the middle, like I get it, I get both sides, but I'm just like, yeah, you know, you know, I could I could do without the game. Like it really is, because it's like everyone that gets hurt in that 17th game and doesn't make playoffs is like, yeah, if we wouldn't have played this, you wouldn't have gotten hurt. You know, is yeah, that's right. Like, and there's just 17 turn into 18 in another 10 years? And so it's yeah. like, I don't know. We just got to make sure we're, we're careful as far as our bodies, because you know, especially with the charges last year, I think half of our salary cap was you know on IR, um, over half, and so that really hurt us. And so it. You know, with Coach Staley, our new head coach has been one of his biggest um, just, you know, things going forward is like, hey, we have to be healthy. And so even during our offseason, it was like, hey, it was all walk through. It was a bunch of, you know, making sure we know how to practice. So when we come to training camp, we're ready to go um, and everyone gets to training camp. There's no pulled hammies, torn ACL. Nothing, none of that's happening because we're only walking through during the summer. Now it's in the fall. So now it's like, hey, everyone's here healthy. Everyone's been doing their work on the, their own time. And now it's time to go.
0: Yeah that's awesome. And and, and talk to us and, and the listening audience about the change in culture that you feel uh versus the the last staff and and I saw the show. I mean my my 9-year-old, my 12-year-old and my wife and I we all, we all watched the show, right? Seeing you guys going to the stadium, talk about approach and mindset and the charger way and how you guys phrase that. How, how's the new culture shift and change that that you felt that you like?
1: Yeah, um No, I didn't have, I didn't have any problem as far as like the culture that we had with our, with our last coaching staff. I thought, I thought it was a good mindset. I thought it was, you know, as far as like, Hey, it's very professional. We come here to do business. That's absolutely what we're here to do. Um, but you know, it's, it's what every NFL team's trying to find. They're trying to find the right chemistry through their coaches. Like all there's there's definitely bad coaches, but as far as like coaching the NFL, usually all these guys are here for a reason because they're usually pretty good. Um, it's not it's not even saying we have bad coaches as far as like the chemistry and how we mesh and how our team is run, as far as how our actual like you know, talent is on the team, it might have just been a little bit off, right? Because you yeah, see yeah. you see it all you see it all the time. Coaches will get fired, but they get picked up by a different team. Yeah, Why is that? Right. Because not the not because they're a bad coach, because teams are just trying to mix up the chemistry. So that, I think that's what we have here. I'm um, looking forward to seeing Coach Staley uh, you know, just operate games, um, really Really excited as far as what he's done already. And um, talked about his mindset. He really wants to see us compete, and he wants us to do it our way. What is our way? That means we have discussions about how we practice, discussions about how we move forward to protect ourselves, and to actually get us to a place where we're competitive and ready to play on Sunday. Um, and so those two things, I'm like, yes, let's do it. And so now it's like the only thing I really need to see is the other side, which is the game day. We haven't played games, and now we gotta see the game day operation, see how he does as far as you know tactics and stuff like that. Um, But yeah, I'm excited because like I said before, it's a lot of hype, a lot of hype, but it's all hype until we actually put it on the field and make it make it real. Right. That's our job to make all that hype legitimate.
0: Yeah, and and welcome to the Coach V Show, and we're ending off here with the Austin Eckler, starting running back for the San Diego Chargers, and just awesome person. Oh, we got to hang on, hang on, hang on. We got to run it back.
1: Tell them, guys, the L.A. Chargers.
0: Oh, sheesh! Oh Oh, man, this 49er fan, (laughs) Charger, Charger Nation. I owe you an apology (laughs) for that. Oh, man, I've just been uh, so happy to got that for so many years, <laughs> Austin. So that's my bad on that from this 49er fan. But I am now I, – I was watching the Chargers because uh, uh, it was – I think it was uh, – who, who was the D lineman last year that got cut that was a free agent as well? His – his, Fehoko Fehoko Fe we were watching him uh, last year, I believe. He's really Fehoko's son. And I think he was a D-lineman with you guys for a while and then, and then got let go. But we were watching him. We watched the Polynesian players as well. And now we're mm-hmm. watching you for the L.A. Chargers. I've duly hey. corrected. I, my bad. My bad on that. And then so in that, uh, we're in the hot seat. I'm going to ask Austin Eckler a question and then he could tell us uh, what comes top of mind and my first phrase is this austin and you tell us what you think it's all hype but unless it translates to where the hype it now comes to fruition on the field it's just hype your thoughts austin
1: i would say 100% 100% if if something is hyped up that means it has a lot of excitement you know a lot of you know skepticism about what's going to happen um, and then it you know before it actually happens you know, it's up to the people that are in the hype. I see our situation with the charges is being there's a lot of hype behind it, right? But we have to put in a lot of work before we can actually live up to the hype that actually is being created. Um, and so in our situation, it's good hype, right? As far as like yeah, people are excited, yeah. you know, there's there's also the alternative. Um, so you know you might be prove <laughs> right, right, it wrong. Right, right, right. right. So right, it, no it might be no hype,
0: right? <laughs> right,
1: right. Yeah, exactly. What, what's what would you rather have, you know? And so it's really is another opportunity. We've talked a lot about opportunities, you know, during this this podcast, um, this chat, and it's another opportunity to actually capture that hype and then. Bring in those people that are being skeptical and be like, oh, you know, maybe they can do it, maybe they can't. Uh, it's exciting. Maybe they have an opportunity, and so what, if you execute on the opportunity, that that's what we say it leads to more opportunities. You know, it progresses you forward. But if you don't, a lot of those people are like, yep, see, told you that was a spoof. Like, nah, there was, it was just all hype. It actually wasn't the real deal. So I would say there's a lot of work that has to actually be put in before I'm even. Thinking about the hype, right? I have to actually go out and practice. I have to go meet the guys. I have to build chemistry. I have to go put in countless hours of work before we start, um, and then on Sunday in like who knows two three months, then we can just see if it's really hype or if it's actually something that's legitimate. Um, so yeah, what we do in the dark shines in the light. That's literally like been the the motto of this of this chat.
0: No, I love that. I love that. What about when I say, regardless of the industry that you're in, and we've already alluded to this, we are all in the people business. Your thoughts, Austin?
1: Yes, we are. Yes, we are. I would say your connections in this world are more valuable than the money that you actually make.
0: Mm. And
1: yeah, let that sink in. The connections that you make in this world as far as people are more valuable than the money that you make, because if you know people, if you know people, whether it's in your industry, whether it's for friends, whether it's for family that have your back, like you can't put a price on that. You can't put a price on someone that's going to have your back or someone that's going to be there for you all the time or connections that can get you into places where you can get opportunities in a, in a career that you want. Because you, if if I said, hey, you could pay you know, all your money to have an opportunity to do your dream job. There's a pretty good chance you're going to get it. You're probably going to put all your money on there. Hey, well, you don't have to do that. If, if you have a connection to that, that's the same thing. It's right. It's it's priceless. Like you do everything to get that opportunity and people can help you get into places. And, you know, it's cool if you have a bunch of money and stuff like that, but you're going to have to buy everything. You know, if yeah. I know people, it, it gets me around that, right? Where I can, hey, let me talk to you. And then also it builds connections that can go <clears> further <throat> and it spider webs out. You can't, can't buy people right That's you can't right. buy people but you can connect with people and can people lead you to other people which leads you to other people and it's literally just like a spider web um you know my connectivity as far as just being in the nfl has been been crazy i never pictured i'd be in some of the positions that i am right now um like we talked about at the very beginning of this podcast if i didn't have connections i wouldn't have been you know a part owner of the wild aces right 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 the, the fan control football team. I would have never even got close to even hearing about that, right? Mm-hmm. So you you don't know what's really going to come from having connections to people, and so that's all I'll say, man. It's like connections to people is more, in my eyes, more valuable than actual the money that you make. Um, and I'll leave it at that.
0: No, I love that. Here's a Coach V quote: eluding and connecting to all of this. Coach V says, there's money in the transaction, but the wealth is in the relationships. Therefore, in our communication versus trying to create buy-in, win hearts and minds. Your thoughts, Austin?
1: Ooh, you want to read that for me again? I got to dissect that one.
0: Versus versus trying to create buy-in, because all the companies that hire me to promote and teach and coach and train on effective communication they're always trying to create buy-in. And I ask them, yeah, I'm not really in on that, but what I teach in terms of effective communication, which is the sending of receiving information and data in the way that it was intended, is that you win a person's heart and mind. Your thoughts on that?
1: I think that comes back to the authenticity of just yourself, right? Mm -hmm. Like, if And coming back to the passions, like, even what you're saying right there, I can, I relate to that in the same way of brands, like when, Hey, let's do an activation with you. Um, that's kind of how I, I see that. Um, like for, for example, like, um, you know, some companies like, Hey, use our brand. We'll give you X amount of dollars to post it and stuff like that. It's like, People see through that. Like people know who I am. People know who Austin Eckler is. People that follow me and they know, you know, what I like, what I'm into. And if, if they see me with a brand that's like, uh, this is not fit with him, then that's where the money's, you know, trying to buy basically the the relationship. Where it's like, you you can't you can't do that because people see through that, right? right. That's why uh, that's why I love the platform so much because you guys you guys are definitely loyal, right? You hold us to who we are, um, and if we don't, then you you let us know. Um, but it comes back. So if even on the flip side, it's like, if I'm passionate about an actual, like an actual like brand or something like that, or like the Austin Eckler foundation, that 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 comes through. That's the relationship part because I have made the relationship with my, with my foundation and I care about it. And when I speak about it, you hear the passion. And when I'm, you know, turning that to people that are listening, they're like, wow, like Austin really cares about this. Let me like, let me give, or like, let me listen to what he's saying. Uh, cause now I can tell he's being authentic. Now I can tell that he actually is trying to help in some space or actually cares about some type of product. Um, and so yeah, the relationships, man, relationships, yeah. connections, like, Oh, number one priority.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I would, I would, uh, from a psychological and a behavioral model would we'll call that a misalignment or incongruence in terms of a product right and then really what right. right I think you're right on in that in that that is our time austin the starting running back for the loss Angeles Chargers thank you so much for coming on the show shout out to all the Chargers fans out there and the coach Reed mishap on saying that and I wish you and your entire team and the Los Angeles Chargers just wellness uh prosperity and just an amazing season as all of us I'm an instant fan. I already was a fan because shout out to Q, Joey Kenga, uh, the CEO of Island City goes, hey, would you interview this cat? I was like, if that cat would come on the show, I'd love the interview. <laughs> so he already signed off on you. But even more so, I think all of us that have any type of engagement with the Austin Eckler instantly becomes a fan and we will be uh, intrigued and in following you and all that you're doing because you're just an awesome good person and what you do with the chargers is only going to be butter and we also wish you nothing but success and prosperity so thank you so much austin for coming on the show thank you to everybody who's tuning in on island city broadcast from hollywood dash radio studios and then everyone tuning in on either facebook the podcast that comes out on spotify on tuesdays and then also on my YouTube channel. That is our show for today. And shout out and thank you to the starting running back to the Los Angeles Chargers, Austin Eckler for coming on the show, dropping some gems and some golden nuggets and then some. I got some notes here that I'm going to add to the Coach V playbook that I'm going to be teaching my Co- Coach V clients. In terms of that is this, take advantage of your opportunities. Make sure that you stay passionate, fully immersed, visualize and gain the skills. Focus on your mental health, your physical health, your passion slash motivation, and make sure you get your social life in order. That is the Coach V show for this Monday Motivation Monday. And remember this, it is just not for the sake of success that you tune into this show or that we are trying to achieve anything. It is really for the sake of being our best. In doing so, we realize the best of our abilities and that anything and anything, as Austin just alluded to, and it is, is an example of, that we dream and work for can be achieved. This is this how this success coach, keynote speaker, author, and Hollywood radio show host lives, all about faith and family. Grateful for God's amazing grace. Until next Monday, Motivation Monday, it is your boy, Austin Eckler, and your boy, by bidding you a great week. And until next time, one love, mad respect. Peace.